All right, guys and gals, welcome back to another week of the Football Lab Podcast. As always, I'm Corey, joined by Jared and Adam. Uh, we got a lot to cover this week, so let's just hop right into it. Uh, college Football Chaos is back, <laughs> and I'm here for it. Yeah, we just picked right up where we just right where we left off. Like it's just teams dropping left and right. <laughs> I'm excited that we're going to be able to keep up with the stats again this year. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be fantastic. So what do we got here? Uh, so, so far, we've had five top 25 teams lose to unranked opponents and three teams lose to lower-ranked opponents. At this point last year, it was five unranked and five lower-ranked opponents beating unranked opponents. So we're on pace. <laughs> do, you, do you think this is attributed to the transfer portal in any way? For sure. Well, I mean, yes. <laughs> I mean, think about it. Every game that I've watched for the last two weekends or three weekends, really, when they talk about a player, like six out of ten times, he's a transfer. Uh, yeah, that that is very true. And they're having impacts. I mean, they're having big impacts in these games. So it's not yeah. like they're just coming in and, then, you know, they're the third wide receiver, uh, play, maybe playing star on defense or something. No, these dudes are coming over to start and, and making a difference. I would venture to say that's – Probably 60% of the quarterbacks in the SEC are transfers, at least. Uh, yeah, there was a thing a few years ago. I mean, it's still going. It was the Georgia effect, like, from uh, Justin Fields transferring, and it was talking about the slew of transfers that happened after that. Hey, did y'all ever see that movie, Basketball? Yes. Do you remember, like, the very beginning, it's like, it's like I'm proud to be play, playing in the great city of Miami. And he's like, Minnesota. It's like, whatever. <laughs> it's like, I feel like that's how like every quarterback is. It's like, it's like, dude, they don't even know who they're playing for. Uh, yeah. Uh, so Scott Frost has been fired. Um, I think everybody was expecting them to wait out the next couple of weeks. So the buyout would drop in half. But they said, please leave immediately. Uh, fun fact, he's beaten by Todd Helton, who also got fired after week two of last year. Yeah. I mean, why wouldn't they just wait and save some money? I don't get that. I, Jerry and I were talking about this before we started recording. Just Somebody talking. with a lot of money who knows how to get in contact with the AD said, fire him now. I'll pay it. Dang. I mean, that's weeks. the only way you don't wait out. I mean, you're, weeks. You, literally, you literally wait two and a half more weeks. Three, You wait three weeks, and you pay $7.5 million less, and they were just like, no, we'll yeah. pay, we'll pay yeah. that to get him to leave. We will eat right $7.5 million to get you out of here immediately. But, I mean, you got the, I guess, the assistant coach taking over. So like, Oh, the guy who just joined this year, who was at LSU last year? <laughs> but I'm just saying, I would just wait two weeks and just then, I don't know. They could have done what we did with Ed. We, we fire you, but can you just coach the rest of the year? Hey, another fun fact I, uh, I heard today. Mickey Joseph is the first black coach, like head coach of any form of any sport at any Nebraska. Sport. In Nebraska. Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> that's um, so since 2007, Nebraska has paid out $50 million to football and men's basketball head coaches and ADs and just buyouts. So obviously money's not a problem. Fifty million dollars to like seven dudes. Yeah. To I mean, at some point, there. maybe you just look at yourself and be like, maybe we're not a football school. I mean, they're apparently they're making a killing on corn. So who cares? I mean, obviously they're not a sports school at this point. They got volleyball. 
I guarantee you there's some random sport that they've won a national championship in the last like five years. Dude, I think they're competing for national championships in volleyball. <laughs> I was being dead serious. <laughs> you big in the I, I volleyball scene? That. I don't even consider that random. Are you big in the Nebraska volleyball scene? No, it was on Twitter the other day. They showed the uh, basketball arena for a volleyball game uh, packed out. It was a sold-out crowd. Which well, I mean, there's not. I mean, it's not the corn there, so... Yeah. Nebraska's got 29 national titles. When was the last one? So I'm looking. In there, yeah. um, volleyball 2017. Okay. Bowling they won in 2021. Called it. <laughs> yeah, bowling was their last one. I mean, nailed it. So, so I should also say it, it was women's bowling. Perfect. Even better. <laughs> And, just, and they've won and eight men's national gymnastics gymnastics titles. The uh, the picture I'm looking at of them winning the national bowling, they all have masks on, holding up the number one. So I'm assuming it was COVID year. I mean, yeah. COVID championship doesn't count. Yeah, doesn't count. <laughs> Dude, I mean, if you told me picture the Nebraska women's bowling team, that's what it looks like. Oh. Um, so some big time injuries to a couple quarterbacks. Quinn Year is going to miss four to six weeks with an AC joint sprain. Uh, B. John Robinson also undergoing an MRI for his shoulder. Uh, I think uh, they said Hudson Card is probably going to be okay, but I didn't know that Robinson got hurt. I didn't either. Apparently, I think he, he played through it. it. Yeah, I think he just played through it. Uh, Texas got beat he, up though. They've got they like said four or they five said guys. yours might be back for Oklahoma though. So. Yeah, that'd be That's sweet. what they're aiming for. That would be sweet. I'm uh, going to really need Texas just to win every game. Really impressive. Yeah, dude, you got you to turn that into a quality. <laughs> <I know. laughs> yeah. Uh, Notre Dame starting quarterback Tyler Buckner is out for the year with a high-grade AC sprain. Oh, did anybody see what Drew Brees posted on Instagram about AC sprain? I did. Sprain? I did. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Take a shot, throw a strap on, get back out there, kid. I, I hate to say it, but that's – That's <laughs> what Drew Brees would have done. I know it's what Drew Brees would have done, but I don't know if you should probably announce that on Twitter. <laughs> to man's game. Too I soft guess. these days. <laughs> I guess so, man. I guess so. Um, the um, SEC – wait, go on. ahead. I was going to say, before you move forward, did anybody hear about Notre Dame practicing on Sunday? Yeah, dude. <laughs> no longer God's day. That's Marcus Freeman's day. Uh, yeah, there was a picture through a fence with the entire football field on the team or a team on the field, and you just hear whistles and people playing. And yeah, <laughs> the Catholics are practicing on Sunday. It's tough. Um, SEC is the top conference in the AP poll with eight out of 14 teams. Or this is a coaches poll. Um, somehow Texas AM still ranked, and I don't understand that. Uh, yeah, I don't either. No, this is for the AP poll. Okay, was yeah. this after that video came out? Um, uh, dude, I think if the video comes out before, I don't think I, they're I, right. Yeah, I agree. I think. I, don't I mean, I'm sure we'll talk right. about it, but like, I like to get that out of my head. Yeah. It's it's the, wild, the two wildest videos I've ever seen in my life. Um, Georgia jumped Alabama in the AP poll. I think it's deserved. I think Texas is better than Oregon, but Georgia looked better than Bama. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you can't really. I mean, Georgia really hasn't looked. It doesn't help that Utah State got beat thirty-five to seven by Bye. Weber State. Yeah, hey, I got a question for y'all, and this is not me being biased. This is just my opinion on the matter. But I'm curious as to what y'all think. 
I think going into the new season, no matter what, the reigning champion should just be number one by default. No, right? not That's, in college. You don't you don't think that? No. Because you can like there's no way LSU should have been ranked number one in twenty twenty. Yeah, Even, and, the, and the chances are when you when you win a national championship, you lose a bunch of players. Okay. Right. Not That's everybody can reload reason. like Georgia and Bama. So if like No no no, I know that, but I'm just saying why not? Because if I mean it should sort itself out, right? I mean the preseason rankings ultimately mean nothing. That's that's what I'm saying. Like, why but, not? Just leave them uh, I don't know. I agree with not putting them automatically number one. Okay, that's. I, I don't really feel that strongly about it. I was just like, kind of. Honestly, kinda I'm surprised up. they put him number one this week. I mean, I, I was surprised that they moved to number one. I honestly felt like a couple of things happened with Sanford, and I don't know that Corey or uh, Kirby Smart wants to be number one. I don't think he likes it. Rat poison. It is. I'm sure. I'm sure Saban. Star Trek somewhere today. loves that, you know, th- th- that happened. He was legitimately happy that Kirby Smart beat him. He was when when they showed him after the national championship game, he was legitimately happy that Kirby Smart won. I will give him that. I think he would have been legitimately happy if Sark beat him. Yeah, I think he I mean, I think him and Sark are get along pretty well. I think him and Sark have a pretty good because you I mean Sark left the NFL to come back to Bama. I mean, well you heard oh, what dude, Sark he like said. he like saved like Sark, like Sark even came out and said like he like saved pretty much his life. Oh yeah, like, he would have a job without him. Well, you heard what Sark said before the game, right? He was like, uh, "I hope that I can just put together a product on the field." Yeah, that he'll be proud of. Like, he'll be proud. He didn't care about winning. Maybe, maybe that's the guy that goes against after uh, Saban retires. Dude, I would, but if he I has success in Texas, he's not leaving. Nah, they'll pay him a bunch of money. Yeah. Um. So this is the first season ever since uh, each of these schools fielded teams starting in 1892 that UNC, NC State, Duke, and Wake Forest all started 2-0. <laughs> that's a wild stat to me. I mean, you no, that's, think, that's insane. I, I just – you would think it would have happened at least once. Yeah, uh, for the first three weeks of the season, North Carolina has been the state of football. Mm-hmm. For sure. They have been killing it. Now, I don't think all their teams are really all that good, but they've like it's been a lot of North Carolina. It's been a lot of civil war in North Carolina this, this past yeah. few weeks. I think Wake Forest might be the only legit team out of this bunch. I think NC State is a little bit of fool's gold, and UNC has no defense whatsoever. I think I mean, absolutely. I don't know. I need to see more of Wake Forest. Obviously, happy that Hartman's back, but I still don't know if I trust her defense. <laughs> his his Heisman campaign started <laughs> immediately. He's got the story, so he just needs to have some epic game along the way. No, no, no. If he crushes Clemson in some way, yeah. Uh, so if anyone saw Desmond Howard's uh, playoff picks from the week one uh, edition of game day, I forget what the four he picked, but three of those four. Oh, I'll tell you. Okay. <laughs> he picked Michigan, Pitt, um, uh, well, you know. Texas A&M. Texas A&M. And Michigan, Pitt, Texas A&M. And Notre Dame. It may have been Notre Dame. Anyway, three of those four lost this week, and he picked against one of his own playoff teams. Well, I'll, I'll say this. Pitt could suffer a loss to Tennessee and then win the ACC. They could still well, so Texas A&M is still technically in it. I mean. Yeah, that's a non-conference loss. They're not. I mean, they're, they still control their own they, destiny. They still, LSU still control their own destiny. Yeah. I still just find it absolutely hilarious, though. I mean, that is such a... That's a bad loss. 
That's a desperate. I got like I got a point to make about that, but I'll wait till game reviews. Oh, it was Baylor. It, it, Baylor was the other one. Oh yeah, Baylor. Baylor, Michigan, Pitt. Texas. Yeah, Baylor needs a year. Their defense isn't as good as well last year. I just think like, can anyone take you serious when you put that those four teams in? Three of the four lose, and then one of the teams you have in, you pick them to lose early. I, I, regardless if it matters or not, he just he's he thinks they're going to get hot at the right time. I guess I, I don't know, man. It, it's just hard to take Desmond serious when he talks at all because he was all oh, aboard, true. all aboard the Texas A and M train. He picked them to win the Natty. Uh, yeah, that is that's accurate. And he looks ridiculous. I don't, I never understood it, and that bore out. All right, sorry, uh, sorry. another that was, first. That's Desmond Hate right there. Sorry, it's fine. It's fine. He'll never <laughs> listen to this. Um, the first time in the AP uh, poll era, starting in 1936, Nebraska, Notre Dame, and Texas A&M all lost on the same day, and they all three lost to Sun Belt schools. It's officially the Fun Belt again. Yeah, yeah, they're having a great time this year. No matter what happens, <laughs> I, I can't believe Notre Dame and Texas A&M though. If I'm a if I'm a AD, I am never scheduling a game against Appalachian State. Well, you also got to remember Texas A&M almost lost to Colorado last year. Yeah, in Colorado, I th- I think App State's better than Colorado, for sure. Yeah, I agree with that. My favorite thing to do is when after these upsets is to go to see how much the school paid them to come yeah. play. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like what? Uh, Texas A&M paid 1.5 mil. Yeah. Notre Dame paid like 1.25. Yeah, it's my favorite stat. Nebraska yeah. paid 1.4 to Georgia Southern. I mean, yeah. it's a million bucks and a win. It's fantastic. Yeah, I mean, Georgia Southern got a million bucks and Nebraska's coach fired. You want to hear a wild stat? Nebraska is undefeated at home in the entire history of their program when they scored 35 points until – that Georgia Southern game. No way. Yeah. Did they, you did you see that <laughs> clip of the Appalachian State like uh, the the party in the street? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, like, it, it looked like it looked like the end of Gangs of New York. It did. Like didn't it? Like, 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 <laughs> like it looked like they were just about to like just brawl. I've never seen anything like that. I, I've like, never seen anything like that either. That was awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's a huge day for App State. I mean, they knocked off number five. Which, which is bigger, the Michigan one or this one? I think Probably Michigan. I would yeah. say the Michigan one because it came at a different time. Well, they were FCS. It was the first yeah. game of the season, yeah. too, right? Yep. And Michigan was like five. But, I mean, this is still – I mean, this has got to be a close second. And they blocked the kick and returned it for a touchdown. Yeah, it's the Michigan one for sure. Yeah, but this is certainly the number two. I mean, yeah, it's a strong candidate for number two for sure. Uh, and plus, it couldn't have come at a worse time for A and M because if you've seen their schedule the rest of the way, oh yeah, they they could realistically go like two and seven easy. <laughs> yeah, they could lose minus they get they play UMass at the end of the season, but the rest of their games they could easily lose every single one of them. They look terrible. <laughs> look, oh, their defense looks good. Their offense looks horrible. Yeah, I mean, but they got Miami coming this week. All right, all right. We'll, get, we'll, get, we'll get to A&M. All right, uh, so game reviews. Let's start with the biggest game of the weekend, Bama versus Texas. Uh, Bama pulls out another just crazy win somehow. <laughs> it, it was it was a bad game. I mean, that bad game's put it lightly. I mean, it was a, I it do was a humbling game. played a factor? Sure. I think the atmosphere – Played more of a factor than people. I think the fact that, yeah, it was really loud and it was so damn hot. I guarantee you they came out of that tunnel and like 
the crowd's going nuts and like, oh man, they're yelling I mean, at Will, us. Will Anderson said it's the craziest place he's ever played. And I mean, yeah. like, honestly, at, I don't know if y'all saw Saban after the game. That was the first time he looked like he was like. He looked old. like he withered on the sideline. He looked yeah, like he, he aged looked, four years. Yeah, he looked old and he looked tired. And he, he was did. like, <laughs> he looked like a grumpy old man. I know. It was uh especially he was yelling at the kids and not do the horns down. Yeah, I mean yeah, that talk about just like just a self awareness, like <laughs> y'all were favored by twenty. Um <laughs> which I don't know. I mean that line I thought was kinda high anyways, but I mean, I think I mean if viewers stays in the game, I think it's I think they not win. even a close game. Yeah, yeah. I do. <laughs> I think they win by fourteen. I, I mean unless I, I mean the way we came out and started, I thought we looked great. And then it's like, it's like literally everything. Like our defense got torched. Y'all torched. looked. I mean, y'all until until literally like halfway through the fourth quarter, like you didn't deserve well, to win that. Well, game that, that worthy guy. I mean, he was he, he was wide. Like he dropped a touchdown pass. That I mean, oh, could have sure. been. Like, I mean, he, there was like our defense was probably the biggest that. Like let down. Your defensive um, backs, like you have um, battle. I, I'm not real sure about your defensive backs past battle. I mean, Branch is good, but both of your corners. I think Kool Aid's a little overrated. Uh, um, yeah. I think Eli Ricks is a powder. I mean, supposedly he's still been hurt. I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like our our DBs they they do the same thing. It's like they. They hold way too much. Then they, they never turn around for the ball. Like, well, that's what happens. You get all these kids in high school that are just physically more developed than all these other kids, and they can get away with that kind of stuff. Or they, they don't have to grab as much because their athleticism makes butt for it. I mean, we had, what I think, the most penalties ever under Saban. And yeah. it could have been a lot more. Oh, it should have been, like, at least four more. The, the They miss a blatant hold on, like, the play of the game where <sighs> Bryce Young, like, scrambled and avoided the sack. I can't believe uh, two referees had to be looking right at that. Like, how did neither of them? Well, call? I think I think <laughs> I they know, were dude. they were like paying attention to like him almost getting sacked, and they weren't even looking at that. Because well, like there's a line judge like right behind them that should be looking at that, but whatever. Yeah, it, that it was, was that was a bad missed call, and then I didn't realize they missed the face mask. Well, yeah. Oh yeah, that's what I was reading. That that was another thing that I I guess killed a drive from them, and they would have had it. Um, I, I don't remember that though, but I, that was one people were complaining about the most. Can we talk? To... Can we talk about the targeting call? That I, what was that? Okay, so so I I um I listened to Saban's conference today, and so what he said was they they told him it was roughing the pass with targeting, which they can review targeting, but. They're not supposed to like review roughing the passer. Yeah. Well, you, you also so, you can't review intentional grounding. So so I didn't know this. The ball got the ball got touched, which is it, why I wasn't intentional grounding. It deflected off the defender's helmet. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know that. Um, and according, Saban was saying that I guess McKellen McClellan was close. I, mean, I don't know if he's just saying that, but he, he was, said the referee no there. I don't know. He said, he, well, he said the referee told him that. It was it was roughing the passer with targeting, but then like I mean they they got the right call 
like it wasn't roughing the passer. It wasn't targeting. No, I mean, it was a terrible call. I mean, the only thing you could argue was it was intentional grounding. It was a safety. Um, but if it if it hits off a defender, then can you even is that intentional? No, grinding? because you can't tell where he was throwing the ball to. It's yeah, like so like, like batting it so down. like, I mean, I, in the end, I think they made the right call. It was just like, <laughs> dude, for a second there, I was like, this is about to be the most. Lucky call I've ever seen. <laughs> well, the thing about it is, like, technically, if you go through the play, like, step by step, like, his, his he doesn't go down. He throws the ball before he, like, hits the ground. And it does deflect off a defender's helmet. But it's just such, like, like this, those kind of plays only will happen for Bama. Those don't happen for anyone else in the history of sports. I, I've never seen anything like that where y'all still came out and the worst of it was you had to punt. Yeah, no <laughs> points for the other team. Okay, we'll let you have that one. What? <laughs> and and so, uh, like, I was talking to a buddy about the Alabama game too. Like, we're, it's like, did y'all notice like Bryce Young every like play he was pretty much like changing the play. Yes, like I brought like, this up. Uh... Like I don't. I it's almost like like we started out just like using Gibbs and like you know, and then like we just like. I feel like we made everything just way too complicated until like we got down to the fourth quarter and we had to score, and then we just spread them out. Dude, in two minutes, Bryce is great, but if you yeah, like, well, like, well, like the fourth quarter is like how we beat Georgia the first time. Like we like spread out the defense and we just let him, you know. Was well, it's, it's kind of backyard ball? That's what no I'm saying. Than what like, Baker kind of did in Oklahoma, and but I mean, but like good. how many times did we run that wide receiver screen? That just went nowhere. Like we ran that play five or six times, and it got it just got shut down. Well, you every keep, time. In theory, you keep running screens like that because sooner or later you hit a big one. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I thought like, no, 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 it's frustrating when they don't work. Trust me, LSU's done it before. It's frustrating when it doesn't work, but if there's one or two that you hit that go for forty-five or eighty-five and a touchdown, those are the ones you keep throwing the screens for. Like we started out good, and then like our offense just like plateaued. Look terrible, um, and then our defense. Like, I mean, don't the only saving grace. I mean, it sucks that he got hurt. Was like, we, and and the backup with one leg almost beat us. No doubt. Yeah, they had two hurt quarterbacks, and they still almost. Dude, won. he couldn't even plant his foot to throw. That was no. the. But some, I mean, someone nailed it on Twitter. That is the perfect introduction for Texas into the SEC. Yeah, it really yeah. is. I mean, you couldn't get any better. It's just like welcome. This is yep. what it's going to be. This like. is what it's going to be every weekend. I mean, not only is it going to be a dog fight, uh, you're going to have to double tap Bama when you play them. You can't. <laughs> you come, you come you at the king, you better not miss. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> honestly, like I guess if we're going to lay an egg, like it's good to do it now instead of like it's great, great to do it in a non-conference road game at the beginning of the year. And I think, like, like I said, deep down inside, Saban probably likes that we were favored by twenty, and it every. You know, they probably went in there thinking we were, they were just going to roll over. At this point, it wouldn't surprise me if Saban intentionally threw the middle of the game <laughs> just to come back and win, just to prove a point. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it was, sure dude, honestly, it. he could have probably just – last year he just said, all right, I want to play in the national championship, won that game, and they're like, all right, Kirby, I'll let you win. <laughs> Bro, like during, the, during, the middle of the game, during the middle of the game, we threw it like an eight-yard pass to Burden, and he dropped it. His first drop pass ever. And then, right then and then, I was like, "All right, pack it up, boys." Like, <laughs> Dude, when he dropped Bama. that pass, when he dropped that pass, I was just like, "He hasn't dropped a pass since uh, his uh, sophomore year of high school." I know. He just dropped it. 
it was just like uncontested dropped it it was it was uh, uh too many too many mercenaries adam all right well, built from the ground up well, all right, Anderson on. couldn't say couldn't say on sides well, i don't know what he was doing yeah he had shout out to the texas offensive line they did great they did he did i didn't know he blocked the field goal going into half he did i didn't know that of course yeah, he did clutch play Hey, I do right. have one one more question. I know we spent a lot of time on this game. It was the, probably the biggest game of the weekend. But how you feeling about Jameer Gibbs? Uh, I think he's good. I, I just think, like, I, I mean, he's so well, fast. the he's way so we fast. used him to begin so the game, fast. I thought we looked awesome. And then it's just like, well, we're done. I they don't should know use him like they used Percy Harvin in Florida. That's exactly what I thought. He is their Percy Harvin. Yeah. So, supposedly we're going to have that Tyler Harrell guy in the – Jojo Earl, he'll be back supposedly for the Arkansas game. But I don't know, like I, I thought our receivers would be able to get open more than they did, but your receivers did not look great. They're all big and they can catch it, but they ain't none of them that fast. I still think y'all are gonna skull drag A and M though. I think everybody will at this point. Yeah. Uh all right, so uh Jared, anything about the Georgia game? I mean, we're playing Sanford. Uh, the score is low. I have two theories on it. One, they were just flat. Like, it was the flattest of the offense. But they gave up, like, 126 yards of offense and no touchdowns. To me, uh, there was a part of me that felt like Kirby didn't want to embarrass the guy that gave him his first job as a coach. I don't know how true that is, but he okay. – uh, uh, Georgia just they, – they looked the part. They just didn't do anything special after the – they scored 30, yeah. 30 points and then just went to sleep. We've all slept walk through a noon kickoff against an FCS opponent and only won by 33 points. I mean, We've that's, all been there. It, it was just a totally different offense from the Oregon game. That's <laughs> Very sure. conservative and just like, all right, let's yeah, just get this done and get out of here. To me, it seemed like a practice. Like they were trying to figure out, okay, who's going to be the best guy for this position? They were doing a lot of swapping. They were playing a lot of freshmen at wide receiver. I just felt like they were trying to figure out some things before the South Carolina game, honestly. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, on the other side, LSU dropped 37 in the first quarter. Yeah, y'all went off. <laughs> The defense. I mean, you're not. I feel like I learned even less from this one than probably you learned from Sanford because Southern just was outmatched everywhere. Um, so yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. But I don't really I think, take a whole lot away from I, this. I, I, the one thing I would say for LSU, I think it was a good. It was good for y'all to get that win, and it was good to see how your team responded as far as all the negative negativity yeah. from week yeah. one. Uh, it seemed like they kind of had come together. And some of the videos that dropped to Brian Kelly, man, uh, I think he handled last week about as well as you can. Yeah, we didn't pull a Texas A&M and start DMCA and everybody on Twitter. So we handled it a little bit better than they did. Yeah, I mean, he took his licks. He talked. He to showed up with his $10 bill today because he was late. Dude, that was class. That was that was funny. That was a Crips $10 bill. You know that came straight out of an ATM because he yeah. does not carry cash. <laughs> But, no, I thought it was good because, I mean, I saw the locker room speech last week, and he was just like, hey, you leave it down at the very end. The margin of error is so thin. Like, this is what's going to happen. Yeah. And LSU didn't mess around with Southern. They didn't play. <laughs> so I'm curious to see what y'all do going forward. I think you still got a lot of issues. But I, I think that's a good sign from your head coach as far as yeah. you, know, you lose that one. 
that's just my outsider's opinion looking at it. If we beat Mississippi State this weekend, I will start feeling a lot better. Because then I think we can go into, like, the Tennessee game at, like, 4-1. and one. Yeah, which – how crazy would it be if you lose to FSU to start the year and then you still have your destiny? You can – you could still – Yeah. Because Bama's not unbeatable, not even close. I'm not I don't saying think, I don't think I don't think we're getting up to be Bama, but I think we could we could probably get second or third in the SEC West. I just think it uh, I think it could be a really good year as far as recruiting, as far as building towards the future. Oh yeah, no, it's definitely it's if it's Alabama heading in plays, the right direction. If Alabama plays like they did against Texas and LSU plays good and it's in Death Valley, it'll be a close game. I'll tell you this, I would give this team a better chance of winning last year's Alabama game than last year's team. Yeah, I mean, last year it was a, it was a one position game. Y'all just were Jalen Daniels. He needs to learn to read through his progressions, but that dude is lightning on his feet. Yeah, he's quick. He is very quick. Oh, um, I know we're we're getting sidetracked, but um, the uh, Alabama. We talked about this fourth and fourth and inches. All right, why oh. why do you line up a shotgun? Because and, you don't have a goal line play in your okay, playbook. Okay, but it doesn't matter. Why don't you just put Gibbs under center or Jalen Moroa under center and just – you need an inch. Like why would you start in five yards? You don't have the personnel to do it. We don't have the personnel to do it. Yeah, we that's have, true. We have huge linemen. Okay, but y'all don't use three tight ends and y'all don't have a fullback. And, I mean, like if you don't – like you have to somewhat fit your scheme to your personnel. That's why you see like – a lot of other teams, when they go to goal line, they bring in like a defensive player or something because they don't have a fullback. You're just y'all aren't even practicing it. Yeah, I just, I, I just, I'll never understand fourth and inches lining up a shotgun. Well, I, I'm For sure Saban probably agrees with you on that, but that's what Bill O'Brien's running. Yeah, they don't have. They don't I'll give you Saban. He he no longer meddles in the offense. He lets them run what they want to run. I mean, he also yells at Here's the him. problem. Here's the problem. Bill O'Brien blew his load in the SC championship, and he's got nothing left. <laughs> I, I will say the way he is handling the offense through the middle of games is very strange. He's just like but, uh, the guy from LSU last year, really good at scripting his first couple series, but Bryce is just better at the end of the game. When they go two-minute, he can just turn it on. Yeah, and I think when Bryce is in a two-minute two, I don't – who who in the country is good enough to contain that guy? But but I honestly wonder if like a lot of the issues during the middle of the game is because of Bryce, like like trying to like like constantly change the play, like trying to like do too much. Just I don't know. I feel like that's the that's the that's the plan. That's the offensive game plan. All right, we're going to move on from this okay. because I don't want right, to get right. into. But I just want to point out that Adam is seriously having second thoughts about his quarterback right now, and that's <laughs> that's fantastic. This dude uh, won a Heisman last year, by the way. I, do, I know. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying. No. Like, moving on. Moving on. Okay. <laughs> Kentucky beats Florida in the swamp. Uh, I wrote Kentucky off. I think everybody wrote Kentucky off. Good for them. Yeah, I apologize to Mark Stoops because that was a heck of a victory to come into Florida and, and win like that, especially without your starting running back. They were down like they're starting two running backs. Mm. Um, no, they had uh, they had Cavassier. Okay, but yeah, they had a lot of injuries, a lot of suspensions going on. That that game is completely on Florida's quarterback. Yeah, I did see a video of him like early in the game, like taking a shot to his ankle. So I don't think he maybe could run all that well, but still, yeah, shortest lived Heisman campaign. Campaign, but twenty twenty two. It's a little bit on Billy Napier and the offensive staff too, because it's like. 
instead of letting him do what he did against Utah, it's like they wanted him to be a Peyton Manning type. They were trying to get. Well, I think him. it's because his ankle was hurt. I mean, maybe, but he was still running. I don't know. Maybe you're right. No, I'm telling that, you, like I've watched enough ULL games. He, the quarterback, has to be able to run in that system. Every time I see Billy Napier on the sideline, I just think he's about to go on like a five day bender. He just Dude, looks he, like he's about <laughs> ready to just just. And it's obvious that he can grow hair. I don't know why he just doesn't grow hair. Yeah, Bald no. head is not a good look for him. He it looks like a crackhead. Yeah, he looks rough over there. He looks well, like saving it after the Texas game. He I looks like if you saw an article of Florida Man, you saw that face. You're like, yep, I believe it. Yeah, yeah that's 100% true. Um, all right, Kansas State destroyed Missouri. I didn't watch much of this one. I didn't watch this Dude, How about Kansas State, though? I, I forgot Adrian Martinez transferred from yep. uh, Nebraska to be their starting quarterback. His QBR is still terrible somehow. It, it is, but that combination with Deuce Vaughn. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's granted. Granted, Missouri might be the worst team in the SEC this year. Um, still, it's it's fun to see Kansas like looking like. Uh, it's like what? When did they have it? Um, I can't think of his name. Little running back. He's Deuce Vaughn now, but it was a little running back back in the day. Oh, uh, Sproles. Sproles. Yeah, Sproles. That's, I mean, that's exactly what this Kansas team looks like. Uh, Arkansas pours it on to South Carolina, 44-30. Um, good back and forth game. Just Arkansas got the breaks. Yeah. Also, Arkansas just looks way more physical. Like, it was kind oh, of crazy. Sure. Like, Arkansas looked huge compared to South Carolina, honestly. Some uh, big old boys. But just, Spencer, just Rattler, all Jerry? Uh, Spencer Rattler somehow had 350 or 60 yards passing and still had a QBR of 55. <laughs> I don't understand how his QBR was that low. I guess he just didn't throw touchdowns. Uh, I think his, like, conversion rate was low. I think his – His game manager. I think – Managing the game, bro. Well, I think they were saying, like, he was just taking shots. Like, he was just landing like these – like, he's just launching the ball, and every now and then he would land, like, a 40-yard pass. Yeah, that sounds like a Spencer Rattler game. But he's not consistently hitting his, like, 10- and 15-yard targets. He's just – it's his bombs. And they didn't score. No, I mean, when they should have. They scored enough, but their defense didn't do anything either. I yeah, feel like AJ Jefferson just kind of bodies people. They just give him the ball and let him run over people. Yeah, dude, this Tebow in Florida. That's exactly what it is. Um, and probably is this the most embarrassing loss of the weekend? I think the uh, Notre sure. Dame one. I think the yeah. Notre Dame one might be worse. No, I think A and M mainly because of like the recruiting classes and stuff. I think A and M this is the best because everyone knows Notre Dame is kind of like. I mean, they're always ranked high, but they're they're but just kind of. You can say average. the same thing about A and M. Yeah, but but recently with all like the recruiting class stuff, I feel like Texas A and M is like looked upon like they have a legitimate shot at the SEC. Okay, well they don't. Well, uh, well, I guess they technically do. I think the big thing was going into the season, there were so many people on that Notre Dame hype train. I mean, not Notre Dame, the A and M hype train, saying they were going to win the Natty. Like, everybody was putting Notre Dame in the top ten, but they were trying to put A&M, like, in the top five. And, I mean, listen to this stat right here. <laughs> Time of possession for App State, 41 minutes and 29 seconds. Time of possession for A&M, 18 minutes and 31 seconds. Dude, 
they own the App State. Like they total total yards three hundred fifteen to A and M's one eighty six. They had 186 yards of offense? They had 186 yards of Holy offense. They had crap. nine first downs. App State had 22. It's two games into the season. They've made it into the red zone once. Dude, they, yes. <coughs> so What's their deal? Is, like, so is their quarterback bad. just bad? Jimbo's offense hasn't changed since 2013. Yeah. Uh, I, I watched uh, Josh Pate earlier on uh, Late Kick. And he was just basically saying, he goes, I can tell you everything in 30 seconds you need to know about what's wrong with A&M's offense. And he picked up a water jug that said expired 2014. <laughs> Dude, that's legit. Like, his offense hasn't evolved at all. And he needs, like, he has to have a Jameis Winston quarterback to be able to run that system the way he wants it. And that not too many of those walking around. Um, uh, You should <laughs> – that – that text you sent earlier with the list. Oh, yeah. Let's just go through his quarterback history. All right. Starting. So, it's James Winston in 13. A guy named Franklin. I don't know any of the first names. So, let's see. One, two, three, four, five. Uh, five of his quarterbacks since 2013 have transferred. Two of them went to last chance U. One guy started zero games. Two were still undecided. One got moved to tight end, then got moved back to quarterback. Yep, and then the other one is a true freshman in Connor Wigman. Right, I don't, I don't understand how Haynes King beat out Max Johnson. I thought maybe it was because their offensive line was so bad. But I mean, Max, I mean, he's not the fastest guy in the world, but he can move out of the way. I think he's just, I mean, Haynes King's faster, but I don't think it's significant. Any which way you run it, tell me how you don't put Max Johnson in at any point in that game. All you needed, all you needed was one drive. <laughs> and you're telling me. I've been able to get it for you. But, dude, you look at the Matt Johnson stats because everybody was just like, oh, A&M's offensive line, that's why. Dude, the stats he put up at LSU under very similar circumstances, I mean, come on. Like, give the dude a shot. I mean, I don't know, man. Your offensive line at LSU was not good that year. He put up 3,000 yards. Oh, I don't disagree with that. I'm just saying, like, what are you doing? What has Haynes King shown you? Nothing. Like, you know I, what it is, man, is that high throwing motion that Jimbo loves. Maybe that's what it is. Max Johnson hasn't picked up a throwing motion yet, so he doesn't want to trot him out there. High and tight. High and tight. <laughs> oh, it's embarrassing, man. And uh, then, they're, they're embarrassing themselves because, the you know, everybody loves to make fun of the yell leaders. So those videos are now circulating around, and they start DMCA striking people. Like, you're making yourself an easy target. I've never heard of the yell people. I, I literally just watched the video and it's embarrassing. whoever thought this, that was a good idea. It, I don't care who they're playing is that that's a disaster. The there's a guy on Reddit summed up perfectly. This is what happens when you get city boys cosplaying as country boys cosplaying as soldiers. Yeah, it's that was terrible. Um, yeah, they're real bad. I mean, with the, the words on the overalls and then the stupid motions and all the hand things like yikes the tradition itself is really cool like having a midnight prep rally is awesome but what they do at the pep rally it's a little weird yeah the Texas A&M is just kind of weird i mean it's a cult it's kind of weird cult of jimbo crush it is weird uh, i got family went there oh no <laughs> yeah <laughs> do you speak to them uh at holidays <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Tennessee beats Pitt. 
Honestly, dude, Keaton Slovis doesn't get hurt. I think Pitt wins this game. This is, I watched this game. It's a pretty entertaining game. They both just kind of, I don't know. It's a lot of big plays, but a lot of turnovers and just. It was kind of like one of those, like, who who's going to suck the least? Right. And Tennessee came out on top. But I'm kind of glad. Like, I want, living in Tennessee, like, I want Tennessee to, like, be at their, like, utmost high confidence-wise and then just get their dreams just crushed. So this is perfect. <laughs> All right. Uh, Auburn barely squeaks by San Jose State. Uh, they got a big Auburn one this controls week. its own destiny. Controls its own destiny. They won. Uh, Dude, Mississippi Auburn. State. Auburn looks terrible. <laughs> Mississippi State beats Arizona 39-17. Uh, Wake Forest uh, destroys Vandy 45-25. Yeah, good San Hartman game. Vandy, your 2-0 and season, it got wrecked. <laughs> I think we play Vanderbilt next weekend. But now we play oh. Louisiana Monroe. Then we play Vanderbilt. Oh, yeah, the rematch. Yeah. Saban's going to get his win back. Yeah. Uh, second biggest upside of the week, Marshall beats Notre Dame 26-21. Notre Dame looked like dog water. They looked terrible. And now they're down their starting QB for the rest of the year. I'm not entirely sure if that's a bad thing, but man, yeah, Notre Dame. No, the backup quarterback came in for like three plays and threw an interception. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Yeah. So it's not looking great on either front. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Marcus Freeman's going to have a rough season. They, they got rid of Brian Kelly because he couldn't win the big games. Now they're just not going to win any games. Yeah. There's some people in Notre Dame melting down right now. If they lose to Cal this weekend. Well, I, dude, I don't know. This is a big weekend. This is a big weekend for Notre Dame and AM because they both got decently hard games that could spiral this pro those programs if they lose them. Yeah, they could. I mean, and you're and you're right. It could be like long term, especially at AM. But yeah, this could go bad for Nat, uh, Notre Dame too. Um, Washington State pulls the upset against Wisconsin. Um, tough start for the Badgers. <laughs> I did not see this one coming. I called it, dude. We, I were, all, we were all on Wazoo. We were all on Wazoo to cover, not to straight up win. <laughs> I don't understand how Wisconsin doesn't have a passing game. Such a good they don't even try game. to throw the ball. It's, yeah, it's awful. It's just, uh, another game that I had correct, Texas Tech beats Houston. Yep. Uh, good for uh, Joey McGuire. Is that two overtime losses for Houston in two weeks? No, they won the first game. They beat UTSA. Oh, that's right. That's right. Um, in the game that I was too tired to watch, BYU beats Baylor 26-20. Uh, I was also exhausted. Um, it was a really hard-fought game. But I think uh, if anyone should know, you just don't schedule a uh, religious team. They fight for the Lord. <laughs> At least not in their home stadium where they got favor. Yeah. <laughs> um, UNC beats Georgia State. I didn't watch much of this one either. Yeah, they barely beat it. It was back and forth the whole game. UNC just didn't have a defense. I was exhausted by the time these games. The Bama Texas game. <laughs> the Bama Texas game took it out of me. Yeah, yeah. I was done at about one thirty. Yeah, I rallied for Florida, Kentucky, and then. <laughs> 
I mean, this Washington. has been a killer opening to college football. I mean, Dude, it's been great. great. Yeah, the first couple of weeks are always. They've gotten so I mean, better. the real winner is the 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 expanded playoff. No yeah. doubt, no doubt. This week right here proves it hands down. Like, if you told me, like, if you let's say Georgia and let's say Georgia played Oregon pretty close and Georgia didn't look too good, I mean, I I would honestly be like, I have no idea who's going to end up, you know, in the playoff. Yeah, I, I would agree. Like, no one has looked like like think about it. Like, yeah, that's true. I would, I would, maybe Michigan or Ohio State, and Michigan, but those are like either one of those two teams. But then yeah, but Ohio else, State struggled know. with Notre Dame. Yeah, Michigan hadn't struggled anybody, but their non-conference schedule is trash. That's what I'm saying. If you had like, like an expanded playoff, I mean, it would be nuts. And Hawaii might be historically bad. They might be the worst team in the country this year. Nah, UMass is still floating around. <laughs> yeah, but Hawaii is going to be competing. <laughs> they had a, a historic amount of transfers, and they just don't have anybody. Yeah, uh, in the most boring game of the week, Iowa State beat Iowa. Boy. Is this the most boring rivalry in the history of rivalries? I think the nepotism that's going on in Iowa is the reason for this. Iowa could be so much more, but they can't score. They have no offense. It's not even they can't score. They can't move the ball. They can't do anything on offense. Defense seems to still be the same same defense. Like in college football in like 2022, you got to be able to score more than 10 points. <laughs> like, I don't even see how it's possible to not. I mean, certain teams maybe, but like, oh man, yeah. I just I don't see. They didn't score touchdown. It's tough, man. They didn't score touchdown last week. They I'm can't. just happy I'm not an Iowa fan because I couldn't watch that. Sick kids watch that, that game too. No doubt, dude. Uh, Kansas with the uh, rare double-digit overtime win because they ran the pick six back. Uh, that would have sealed it no matter what. Yeah, that hasn't happened since like 2001 or something. I read. Uh, this is the first time they've started two and since 2009. Well, I mean, the double-digit overtime win because they ran the pick six back. Yeah. I think it's the yeah. first time that's happened with any school since, like, 2001. Um, Georgia Southern beats Nebraska. Uh, Scott Frost is officially done. Yeah. Yeah, that's a rough. R.I.P. R.I.P. that guy. Uh, he'll be fine. He'll be What's eight. his buyout? Dude, he's going to end up being an analyst. Million, I think. How much? It was supposed to be like 14, but I think he had a couple other like clauses or something that got him up to like 17. Oh, yeah, poor, poor him. Yeah, he'll be the, the best job in college football. All I right, guess. winners and losers from the weekend, Jared Stark. All right, I picked Tennessee. Um, I think that was a pretty big win for him to beat Pitt. Uh, they have been bad in recent years. App State obviously can't be under <laughs> understated how huge that win was beating Texas A&M. And I put Texas on here, too. Uh, I think that Bama game was a look in the mirror at where their program was. And despite the loss, I mean, you have to think Texas has come a lot farther than especially what they looked like last year. Uh, I think Texas should feel good about every game on their schedule. Well, I don't know, but they're going to have to endure some hard weeks to come because they're so beat up. I mean, if cards... If Card can play, I think they'll be fine. Yeah, but you you got to love what your future looks like. Ewers looks like the real deal. Oh, no, no. I'm if not saying. Good, like, yeah, no. Card starts until Ewers comes back. Yeah. Um, 
losers, uh, Iowa, they they got to fix their offense somehow. Um, I put Houston on here, but I was honestly thinking about Louisville when I when I wrote it. Um, well, Louisville won this week. They did, but I, I was just thinking about how Louisville started the year. But it's two double or two overtime games in a row for Houston. They won one and then lost the other. And then Wisconsin is kind of the same as Iowa. They have no offense. They've got great defense and can't do anything with it. That is accurate. <coughs> All right, Adam, what you got? Winners, uh, I'm going to go with Bama. Just, uh, it, was a, it was a terrible game, but I feel like, once again, it was good that this happened to us early. So I feel like we thought we were just going to roll over if we won it. Now we, we know that's not the case. So we have to play Arkansas and all those teams. Hopefully we don't look at the line and see that we're favored by 20 and just think it's going to happen automatically. Okay, moving on. Uh, my losers is uh, Texas A&M just because of the, the, the yell people. I, I, I still can't get that out of my head. I'm, Notre Dame, I'm not – I mean, it's the guy's first year, like, you know. Uh, so I've got winners. Kansas, like I said, first two in a start since 2009. Uh, Kentucky, everyone doubted them, but they went into the swamp and got another win. And then Texas Tech, also off to a two in a start. Um, I had to grab the three biggest losers of the weekend because I just want to put the three of them together. Uh, Notre Dame, A&M, and Florida, you all suck. <laughs> really yeah. all I got to say about that. Florida was the quickest trip in North America, man. They were winning the national championship last week. <laughs> yeah. And the Heisman. Yep, for sure. Have um, we shouted out the SEC shorts this week? No, yeah. it's fantastic. It Requires so good. good. Pretty much it was week. so good. Yeah, it was very good. It's nice to not be in it. Um, LSU was in it. I think the guy did it perfect. Oh, was it LSU in it? Yeah, he was like, that like he was just waiting in the hallway, and they were like, "What's wrong with you?" He's, and then he's like, "Nothing. I feel great." <laughs> yeah. yeah, I must have missed that part. But yeah, that's yeah. pretty pretty accurate. Yeah. They're like, they're like, "What do you need? What's wrong with you?" He's like, "He's like nothing." No, I'm just saying, I'm just here to watch. Yeah, he was here. just he did. Yeah. He said, "I'm just taking all this in." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure. Uh, great weekend for LSU fans. Uh, pick up standings. Adams in first, and uh, Jerry Let's and I go. are tied in second. I did have the highest points this week, so I'm coming. It goes to show you, boys, you, you can know absolutely nothing about college football and uh, and get lucky against the spreads. No yeah. doubt. No doubt. All right. Uh, so moving on to the week three previews. Let's go over the big games first. Um, Oklahoma versus Nebraska. Oklahoma is a 14.5 point favorite. It is in Lincoln. I'm going to take all the Oklahoma. Oof. I might have to go to Nebraska. I I'm feel taking, like. I'm taking Nebraska as well. I feel like I feel like this always happens with like, yeah, these are coach. these are field games, Jared. Yeah. This is fired coach. Players want to you know play hard for them. Also, yeah. first time black head coach. Players yeah. want to like this is this is the ultimate like story game. Now I yep. do not think they're going to win this game, but I can they're see them keep it. I think it's going to be a single score game. All right. Well, I'm still picking Oklahoma. I, I realize those things. I just feel like Nebraska is so bad. I dude, this is going to be a Scott Frost tribute game. I just want Nebraska to win like by like two, <laughs> like a close game. I want them to lose by one. Yeah, <laughs> just to crush them one more time on the way out. Wait, is Scott Frost coaching this game? No. Yeah, just, he's gone. But I'm just saying, like, you get rid of the guy and it's still the same result. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, the yeah. same exact result. Yeah, a little Scott Frost vindication. 
No, uh, I, I want I want Nebraska to win by like two, but on like the luckiest play ever. So Scott Frost is just like, like why could that not have happened <laughs> when I was here? Um, NCAA fourteen uh, also has Nebraska co- uh, has Nebraska covering by half a point. Whew. Thirty-one to seventeen, Oklahoma gets the win. All right, um, Oregon is a three and a half point favorite hosting BYU. I'm gonna take BYU to cover. Yeah, I'm gonna take BYU too. I, I don't, I don't. I'm still not sold on Oregon. I don't, I don't. I, BYU. I'm gonna take Oregon. Uh, incidentally, 14 agrees with me and has Oregon win the game 27 to six. Um, Penn State is a two and a half point favorite going into Auburn. I'm gonna have to take Penn State on this. Auburn looks awful. I don't like taking Penn State, but I'm, I'm gonna, gonna go take Auburn. Auburn. <laughs> take the Auburn. Um, it's Auburn. 14 has Penn State winning 41 to 17. Okay. Uh, Colorado is a 27 and a half point underdog going to Minnesota. I, I guess I'm gonna take Colorado to cover. That just seems like a lot. It does, but I think I do think Colorado is this bad. I think right. their run defense is not good, and Minnesota still has that running back from like two years ago that was pretty good. Yeah, Ibrahim. Yeah, and I just don't think Colorado's good. So I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Minnesota. And yeah, I'm, I don't know. I'm gonna take Colorado. Um, I, I don't know. I may end up flipping that pick. I'm gonna stick with Colorado for now. There's, there's a couple tough ones this week. Um, instead of 14 has Minnesota winning 35 to 30. Ooh, okay. Um, Troy is playing Appalachia state. The Mountaineers are a 13 and a half point favorite Mountaineers. Ooh, actually, you know what? I'm going Troy. I'm going Troy. Yeah. This, this is, might be this like is another field game. Down down this is yeah. another field game. Yeah, this, this is, is your two class tough games in a row. Game. Disappointing home debut. I know. This Troy is going to, I mean, App State's going to have to let down. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to the Mountaineers still. I feel like they got confidence. Mountaineers. Do you have a fifth-year quarterback, Chase Bryce? Oh, by the been, way, he's been literally everywhere. So, so I didn't know this, but Stetson Bennett's 25. Yeah. <laughs> like what? Dude, have you seen? Is, is, is Lamar Jackson younger than Stetson Bennett? I think so. Nice. Oh, nice. Lamar. Uh, moving on, LSU is hosting. He's twenty-five. Yeah, <laughs> LSU is hosting Mississippi State. The Bulldogs are a two and a half point favorite. LSU. I'm gonna take LSU to cover all day. Uh, incidentally, fourteen has Mississippi State win the game seventeen to three. Mm, I don't see it. <laughs> yeah. Um, Texas Tech is going to uh, NC State. NC State is an eight and a half point favorite. I'm gonna pick Texas Tech to win. I'm going. Texas Tech. I'm going to Texas Tech as well. I am very concerned that all three of us just agreed on that one. Yeah. You should be. Uh, yeah. I was Actually, the next one, if all three of you agree with me on this one, I'm swapping it immediately. Um, I'm going to take Texas Tech as well. Uh, NCAA 14 has an NC State 38, Texas Tech 31, so Texas Tech does cover. Um, Michigan State is heading to Washington. The Huskies are a one-and-a-half point favorite. I'm going to take Washington. Thank you, Michigan State. Okay, I feel better now. I'm taking Washington as well. You know who's at Washington, Jared? Michael Penix Jr. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
I was I thought you were going to ask me the head coach. I was like, I have no. No, idea. no, no. I don't know the head coach, but I saw that Michael Penix Jr. is their quarterback, and I was like, yeah, definitely take Washington. Yeah, I'm taking Washington as well, just on that. Uh, and why are we picking this game? Uh, UCF is a ten half point favorite at Florida Atlantic. I'm going to take UCF. I'll take UCF. <laughs> I'm taking UCF as well. NCAA 14 has FAU winning 14 to 10. Yeah, get out of here. That's that's wrong. <laughs> All right. And the make or break game of the season, Miami Hurricanes are heading to College Station. The Aggies are a six and a half point favorite. Smash, smash that straight up win on Miami. Oh man. Who's Miami played so far? Um, they played nobody last week. No. They played Bethune Cookman the first game of the season and won like scored like seventy points. Oh, man. I don't. Who did they play in week two? I don't remember who they played in week two. They they won pretty big, I think, but I don't think they looked great. I, I it doesn't matter. I can't. I can't. I can't pick day. I can't. They played Southern Miami. Miss and they won thirty to seven. Yeah, I'm gonna go Miami. It was ten to seven at halftime, so not a great, not a great first half. Uh, I am also gonna go Miami. I one desperately want Texas A and M to lose this game, and two just think they're not very good. Yeah, yeah, I don't think Texas A and M is gonna be able to win this. Uh, NCAA fourteen has A and M winning the game, thirty-one to twenty-eight. So Miami does cover. Okay. All right, moving on to the non-pick'em games. Uh, Florida State is a two and a half point favorite at Louisville. I'll take Florida State. I'm taking yeah, the Seminoles as well. Need that to be a quality loss. Um, Purdue versus Syracuse is a pick em. I'm going to take Syracuse. Oh. <laughs> it's I, not I, at Purdue, and Syracuse yeah. is not ranked. So, by the system, Syracuse, Syracuse wins yeah. this game. Purdue's got no shot. Syracuse it is. We're buying into the Purdue system. Yeah. Um, yeah. UGA is a 24.5-point favorite at South Carolina. I'm gonna take South Carolina. I'm gonna take Georgia. I think they'll. I think they'll beat them by worse than that. I still think Spencer Rattler is the superior quarterback, so I'm taking South Carolina. All right. Um, Cal is a nine-point underdog heading into Notre Dame. I'm gonna take Cal. Cal. It doesn't doesn't really matter because this isn't a pick'em game, so I'm taking Cal too. Whatever. Uh, Georgia Tech is a 16-point favorite heading to Georgia Tech. I'm going to take Ole Miss. I'm going to take Ole Miss, too. Uh, yeah, probably taking Ole Miss. Um, Kansas versus Houston, there's no way this is the correct. It's got to be 9.5. I see a period. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, Kansas. I'll, take, I'll, take, I'll take Kansas if Houston's favored by 95. Yeah. Uh, what if it's only 9.5? Uh, I'm gonna take Kansas. Uh, I'm gonna take Houston. I'm gonna go Houston. I'm gonna go Kansas, but only because I don't like Houston college basketball team. Well, you know who's the head no coach sense. at Houston, right? Dan Holgerson, the old guy who used to be at West Virginia. Yep, bald with like the mullet in the back. Uh, I'm gonna go Kansas because this doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, what spread would it have to be for you to be, bet on ULM for this weekend? Oh, I think ULM repeats. I think they, you think they win? Yeah. Outright? Outright. I <laughs> no think way. it's a uh, – What would the spread have to be for you to actually place a bet on ULM? Um, 
it's just I'm talking like no doubt you take it. Like like let's say let's say is this saying all of our players play the whole game? No no no, just a regular Alabama game. To take what like what would what would how many points would ULM be have to be getting for you to place a bet on ULM? Forty. I dude, 42. I don't know if I do it at fifty. <laughs> I mean, I don't. It, it 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 just it depends. Like, if you give me sixty points, I yeah, I'll put money down. But anything other than that, I gotta think twice. Yeah, I mean, they they did beat us last time, so think about that. <laughs> if y'all lose to ULM, oh, this is the point I wanted to make about the AM thing. I completely forgot about. So we're making fun of you. Everybody losing, you know, talk always talking about everybody losing like their first season. This is year five of Jimbo, and he just lost to Appalachian State. Yeah, I agree. I, yeah. That's why. That's why I'm not like Notre Dame. It's like all right, it's this guy's first year, like. But but Texas A and M, it's it's his fifth year. Like, yeah, I mean, it's like his, like his twelfth year as a head coach. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. We'll get to it's we'll get nice. to more Jimbo talk later. Um, UTSA is eleven and a half is eleven point underdog against Texas. Honestly, I think I'm going to take UTSA because I just think Texas is so beat up. Uh, the, the defending champions of the state of Texas, the UTSA Roadrunners. I need quality wins from Texas. No doubt. Fresno, UTSA is definitely a quality win. Fresno State versus USC, the Trojans are a 12-point favorite. Uh, only 12-point. Is, is USC for real? Like, are they for real? I don't know. I haven't really – I didn't watch much of the Stanford game. I think Caleb Williams is really good, and he'll dominate the Pac-12. I don't know what they do once they get in the playoffs. I don't think anybody in the Pac-12 has a quarterback. Do you think they really make the playoffs this year? I could see him going undefeated for sure. Yeah, I don't know. Pack up is garbage. You got Oregon. Do they even play Oregon this year? They do. So, I don't, so I don't think I is don't there know. is there a scenario where USC goes undefeated but misses the playoff? No, not a shot. Not a shot. I don't think. I don't think Oregon. If USC is undefeated, they'll be number one. Oregon does not play USC. If USC is undefeated, I think so. You underestimate how much the media wants USC to be back. I know. I'm trying to. I'm trying USC to think. Seven, though, I'm trying to think. USC seven right now. They're gonna be in. Yeah. Well, the thing is, like, if they keep winning games the way they've been winning them, even if they're giving up like 14 points or 20 points to these Pac-12 schools, they keep putting up like 40 points a game. Definitely. They're like, oh, well, they've dominated everybody they played. Yeah. Who's their Who's their hardest game? Oregon. No, they don't play Oregon until unless they it's... play Notre Dame. They play, let's see, they've got Fresno State, Oregon State, Arizona State, Washington State, Utah. They play play Utah. They play Notre Dame last game of the year. They play UCLA before that, too. So, yeah, I mean, they're going to win. They should win. So, their their most quality win will be against Utah. Yeah, Utah, 100%. And then if they meet maybe Oregon in the Pac-12 championship. So, you don't. All right, so let's say USC goes undefeated, Alabama, Georgia goes undefeated. They can't both go undefeated. No, I know that. I'm talking about before the SC championship. And then we have that same thing we have last year. Like, does Alabama, Georgia get in? It depends on everything else because you've got an undefeated Ohio State and undefeated Clemson. The one loss SEC team, I mean, I could see them not putting them in. 
so you'd have the winner of the SEC, USC, Ohio State, and Clemson. Yeah, if all if those of all three of those teams are undefeated, yes. Yeah. For sure. They don't want another double SEC playoff. No, they don't want it at all. <clears throat> they are praying that schools like USC and Miami find a way to go undefeated. Um so uh, we had the, Jerry and I had our big dynasty game uh, or, or last week. Uh, Jerry, would you like to give the results? Uh, oh, sure. Is that what the loser gets to do? LSU <laughs> absolutely destroyed me, fifty-six to twenty-eight. Uh, I had two red zone turnovers, and actually, that's what just started the entire. Look, the, the score is irrelevant. That's not. It was a lot closer than that. I watched it. You got absolutely shafted. I did tell him. I've been, I've been very clear. It was a David Goliath story. You were, you were going toe to toe, and then, and then the glitch happened. I've never seen the animation go that fast. (laughs) Like so, it happened later, like later in the game, and the animation went like it was supposed to go, and it gives you like a second to half a second to react. Oh no! I I snapped the ball, and I just watched it happen the first time. B.J. Ojolari just, like, picks up a ball that's rolling on the ground. I don't know why I fumbled it, and he takes it to the house. Like a 96-yard I mean, touchdown return. You could tell you were tilted after that, too. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, like you could tell. I mean, it He was, was playing it, mad, it was for sure. Yeah. Uh, it was, I mean, there was no uh, – as soon as it happened, I was like, well, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't even know what to say that. because I could hear it in your voice how mad you were, and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I mean, I, I, think if, I think if you score there, I mean – you get the ball at half. I mean, you keep it close. I was nervous. Yeah, I was. I honestly like when I got that inter- that, that fumble. I was like, "Holy shit! That's like that's actually a huge break." Yeah. No that 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 yeah, was the game. Over. I mean, that was pretty much the game. Uh, but they ended up with six turnovers. Uh, the ESPN headline reads: "Nothing worked," <laughs> which is which is a crazy thing to say considering that I had four hundred forty-two yards. You you ball. had more total like total yards than I did. Uh, no, you, had had the, you had to keep return for a touchdown. Uh, yeah. The total yards, you actually did beat me. Yeah, it's 717 total yards. You had 589. Uh, I, had, I had 275 kick return yards. Your issue was you went 4 of 10 on third down. But you went 5 of 6 on fourth down. Oh, dude, I was a fourth down god. Also issue is you went 2 for 4 in the end zone. Oh, yeah, that's a – and I'm pretty sure both of those were turnovers. They were both fumbles. Yeah. Uh, Stetson got hurt late at the end, too. Which really doesn't matter and as far as the game goes. Brock Vandergriff is, like, the same player. He also did very similar to the backup quarterback in Notre Dame, came in for, like, three plays and threw an interception. Yep. <laughs> at that point, I was just throwing up prayers. Yeah, yeah. So, Jared's down, got Adam at some point in the near future. Yeah, I, I, I don't anticipate losing another game, so I'll probably see Corey. I mean, I could lose, but I probably will see Corey in the SEC Championship where I hope to not have a repeat of this incident. Ooh, yeah. I. It was a fun game that first half. You you can beat him. I mean, I don't know about I, that. Eight no, out I of, think... Nine out of ten times it's going to beat you, but I think if everything goes right – you can get a turnover too. I think you can beat him. All right, I'll say this in full confidence right now. If I wouldn't have quit that one game at halftime, I think Adam might have beat me. 
Because that's the only way you're going to beat me is me for me to turn it over. Because I turned it over two times in the red zone. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like I, like if you're playing Corey, like you gotta, you gotta have, you gotta get him to turn it over. Yeah, for sure. At least once or twice. Yeah, yeah and I can't. Turn he's gonna it over score six, six times. So. Yeah, I'm gonna get mine. You better get. Yeah. Yours. <laughs> and that's the thing. I didn't get any. Yeah. That fourth, one. also the fourth down conversion was a heartbreaker too. I remember that one. It was like fourth and ten when the game was still relatively close, and I got it. Yeah, that pretty much. I mean, there were so many nails in the Yeah, but, but you don't realize you had – if you would have scored there, he was, he was probably going to score, and then you had a chance to score, but then you were getting the ball back at half. Oh, yeah, no, I realized that. That's yeah. why that turned out. No, I would have killed the like, clock on the next drive. I'd have Well, regardless, but, I mean, you had it, – it, the way you were playing, it was going to come down to, like, the, the last Whoever couple Whoever had the ball. Yeah. yeah. But uh, that turnover. It was still close at halftime. It just kind of spiraled out of control after half. Yeah. <laughs> if I if I'm playing Corey and like it's like that, I'm going for two. I'm just either going to go for the win or the loss because I'm not. You also, you also haven't played my new defense yet. Great. That the defense I got six turnovers, five sacks, and two defensive touchdowns. Cool, cool. <laughs> All right, moving on to random topics. Uh, did you watch Game of Thrones yet, Adam? I did. Okay, what'd you think? It was it was weird. <laughs> it was it, it a lot of, a lot of incest a little weird. back in the day. A lot of incest back in the day. There's a the there the, it it was weird. That's all I can say. Well, you know, so for the two younger girls, the, this next episode is their last episode. Oh, the the, the princesses and the yeah really yeah they do a time jump ahead like five years or ten years I forget what it is. No, I, I liked it. No, no, I think they'll still appear in, like, flashbacks and stuff, but they're not going to be the main characters anymore. Which is sad, because I do... I Well, the girl that plays the queen... I don't, I and, don't care about Alice. Yeah, yeah. I don't care about... But, no, but I do like, the Rhaenyra's yeah, great. I do like her. She, she yeah. does a good job. All right. Uh, so who is going to replace Scott Frost? Uh, my pick would be either Gary Patterson or just go from a Frost to a Freeze, man. Go ahead and hire yourself, Hugh Freeze. Gary Patterson's a great pick. Um, <laughs> I feel like Hugh Freeze could be a dangerous pick. Uh, I mean, I, I, Hugh Freeze, but Gary Patterson, I think, is probably a smart. Player. I just don't know if Gary Patterson wants to be a head coach again. I don't know if he does either. I think he's probably going to do. I mean, how did like, him and Sark like actually friends, or is he kind of know Sark? I don't know. Because I, I mean, if Sark stays in Texas, I could see him staying there. He, I mean, he's been in Texas most of his life. I mean, if he doesn't want to be a head coach, he just wants to call defense. Why not? That's a top five defensive coordinator. Yeah. Yeah. He's getting older. He was the head coach of TCU for like a decade. 14 years. Yeah. Coach Yeah. Coach O? I think they should go get uh, Todd Helton. Just bring this full thing full circle. (laughs) I don't think they should do that. What do y'all think about Matt Campbell? Because that's the name. Yeah. I I just don't know why everybody's so in love with Matt Campbell. I don't see it. I mean, it's because he does so much with so little at Iowa State. They're like, well, surely if he gets resources, he'll be fine. I guess. But you can't go. We, I mean, they've proven this. You have to go above 500 to stay at Nebraska. Do you, do you trust Matt Campbell to keep you above 500 in the Big Ten? I don't. I don't. I don't think Matt Campbell's the right hire. 
What about uh, <laughs> who else? Everybody's saying Stoops. I don't see why Stoops would take the job. Kentucky's a better job. No, Stoops is going to stay. He just passed Bear Bryant for all time wins at Kentucky. He's going to stay there. Yeah, I think he's got. They a love him. There. They, they love him there too. Right. He knows he can have a couple bad years and he's going to be fine. Yeah. There's no who, reason. Who you got, Adam? What's the name you're thinking of over there? Sean Payton. Sean Payton. Okay. Guy who's never could been a head coach in college is going to come. What about Urban Meyer? You think he's going to go? It's the pick. How does Urban Meyer still have a job? That's dude. The guy. The guys. The guy. I can't watch football without him just t- talking about football on my screen. He's still, just my favorite video of all time is the one of him on a boat, and then that shirtless dude comes in, and he's like trying to subtly motion to the guy to get out of the shot. But you can see him in like the reflection of the mirror behind him. Have you yeah, seen I mean, that video? The the guy is just everywhere, man. I can't. I can't. I feel like he's a weirdo. Who's that? Oh, sure. Urban, Urban Meyer. Yeah. Yeah, he's a creep, man. All right. Anybody got any uh, Stetson versus the world this week? Stetson versus uh, Spencer Rattler, man. It's going to happen. Stetson, Stetson's, I mean, got to be on Heisman watch, right? Uh, Stetson Bennett or one-legged car, uh, Hartson, uh, Hudson card? Stetson Bennett. Stetson okay. Bennett. What about uh, Quinn Ewers with a good shoulder? Ewers. Uh, I, I'm gonna have to go with yours. Okay. Hey, I just read this article. Uh, speculation swore that Nebraska might hire Urban Meyer. Nice. Oh, uh, no. Stetson Bennett or um, KJ Jefferson. I'm gonna. You've asked this one already, and I'm gonna go with Bennett. Okay. Went sure if we uh, talked about that. I would move KJ Jefferson to tailback. <laughs> Fullback. Maybe what Tebow should have been. Yeah. Uh, all right, so Jimbo versus Sumlin. So now it's official in their first 50 games. Kevin Sumlin has a better record than Jimbo Fisher. That's wild. Yeah. Yeah, I don't understand <coughs> the love for Jimbo versus Sumlin. Uh, Jimbo has done so much less with more. It's unreal. Yeah. The fact that it's year five and you lose at home to Appalachian State where you scored – one touchdown because the other touchdown was a kick return. Yeah. I mean, he got Kellen Mond to the league, which is saying something, but. No, Kellen Mond's out the league. Oh, he got him there. Uh, well, Kellen Mond got himself there, I believe. I mean, he lasted all two seasons. Yeah. I just, I don't, I don't see like why. I mean, obviously we know why the players are going over there to play, but like no one wants to go to Texas a and play football unless they're just getting a bag. That the only difference between Texas A and M and Mississippi State is Mississippi State doesn't have money. Yeah, I mean, no one wants to go to College Station and play. Like, I don't know, dude. Here's the other thing: like, how long do you think? How long do you think this this recruiting class he's put together hangs out? Doing oh, like dude, this? if they go, if they go like two and seven. I say you get to two and three, two and four, and then you start seeing players jump like rats. I, I yeah. And then I mean, you gotta you gotta then sports. you gotta be talking about whether you're gonna keep Jimbo around or not. Dude, they can't af- I mean, they can afford to fire Jimbo. I don't doubt they have the money, but that is so much money. Yeah, I mean it His is his contract is fully guaranteed, Adam. 
So what are you talking about? How much? Eight million dollars they like eight more years at like nine and a half million (laughs) dollars. His contract is out. Like it's outrageous. We're talking seventy-five million they owe him if he were to be fired. He is fully guaranteed. (sighs) No, there's no way. You gotta yeah, let yeah, they're good. They're, I mean, as long as the recruiting stays there, they're not they're not gonna do anything. But I think so. Wild. He got a four year extension. After last year, he got a four year extension. So it's originally a ten year deal. He signed all the way through twenty thirty one. Contract's total worth is ninety million dollars. That's insane, and he's got a national championship at FSU. He has a nine and one season the COVID year. Doesn't what count. has what has he done to earn that money? Nothing. Signed some good classes and beat LSU twice and Alabama once. I mean, I mean, I mean he didn't beat us. Calzada beat us. Well, we all know how I feel about the seven overtime game. <laughs> that game was wild. We won that game like six times. <laughs> that game was that was the game, the knee game, right? Wait, what? That was the knee when he was. Yeah, playing. when he threw the interception, but his knee was down. Yeah. And then the tight end caught the ball and definitely didn't fumble it. Oh, yeah. So yeah, I mean, should he be on the hot seat? Probably. Is he on the hot seat? Hell no. Yeah, I can't afford to have him on the hot seat. I mean, I mean, they could they could afford it, but I mean, you're not going to do that. If they fire him right now, they'll spend more than Nebraska has spent since 2007. <laughs> one go and one go. One contract. I mean, do, do you think the recruits jump to, like, Texas? I think I think the Louisiana kids come back to LSU or try I to. Think, I think you're going to have a bunch of kids just go everywhere. I mean, probably probably true. The, the Louisiana kids go to LSU. The Texas kids. Well, yeah, I, I guarantee you we'll get at least one or two Louisiana kids and maybe even a couple of Texas kids. <laughs> You're going to have kids go to Oklahoma, and then, like, I think the Georgia kids would probably come back to Georgia or Bama. While we're kind of talking about Texas, um, did anyone see the Arch Manning highlight where he just, like, juked two kids out of their shoes? Oh, you mean when he <laughs> power walked into the end zone? <laughs> Dude, is there My anyone – my favorite is watching Arch Manning highlights now. <laughs> Some of his throws are incredible, but yeah. the, any play that has him running around, it looks like he's playing. It looks like the uh, when the mascots play against the children. Yeah, yes. it's uh, it's so it's hard to say if he's that good, but it certainly looks like. I mean, he can throw the ball. I'll give him yeah, that. Yeah, throws can... that one clip. He. I saw oh. another one that was even more impressive. He yeah, he's got a right, he's got launched a it. Yeah. He's but just yeah, playing against the worst competition. It's not, not a good level of competition. <laughs> yeah, he makes. That's gotta be so fun though, if you're him. Like, oh, yeah, it. Can you imagine just walking around school, just being like, "I am the football team." But it'd be like, I'm about to make millions. Well, I guess he already is. Yeah, well, he is he's not rich, but <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. I don't think Arch Manning's had a hard life. Yeah, uh, Scott. Does anyone ever top Scott Frost one game, uh, one score game losing record of five and twenty-two? And I don't think so. I mean, like that's just hard to do. <laughs> I don't see anyone else getting to twenty-two losses in one score games before losing their job. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't see how it's possible. I think that is I mean, a record that will stand the test of time. <laughs> it's just unreal. 
the greatest five and twenty two coach in the history of one score games of all time. Yeah, I for mean, sure. How do you just not get it over the finish line? I mean, honestly, like it's a great resume builder. Just be like, look, I'll keep the game close. Whatever <laughs> happens, happens. No doubt, dude. Uh, he'd be great at Liberty, just like Jesus take the wheel. Like you're not gonna get blown out with me at the at the helm. I'll keep it close. Yeah, we'll be competitive. But I can't yeah. promise. Eventually, we'll the ball is going to bounce our way. And <laughs> I mean, gonna... I've had enough of these go against me now. Sooner or later, something's got to be yeah. coming back around. Oh, I'm assuming Jared found this stat. Since 2000, an unranked team has lost to the number one team by 1.9 times. How many of those teams went on to finish the season ranked in the top 25? Because this is a stat, I'm going to guess the number's pretty low. I'm going like three. You're going three? I don't know what you think. I'll go two. It's never happened. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Never happened. They all finish unranked. (laughs) Fantastic. So will Texas break the mold, or will they just join the ranks? I mean, I hope so. Well, we know. (laughs) We know you hope so. All about – Quality losses. Hey, I got I got one with you there, bro. Come on, Florida State. Look, I, I <clears throat> sorry. I just hope Saban recovered from the heat. Tom, Tom Ward. He Miss Terry got him some oatmeal cream pies. And he's good friend. He's doing just fine. <laughs> he did get locked out of his own press conference today, though. Did he? Yeah. You didn't hear that? Uh-huh. Apparently, he got locked out and no one got fired. Can you imagine, like? Son beating Saban, wandering around trying to figure out his, how, how old would he have looked then? Uh, Can't get in the door, looking just old and sweaty. I mean, he 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 looked rough. <laughs> My favorite thing was I the, the new drinking game. If you're watching a Texas game, should be take a shot every time they show the big thermometer. <laughs> they love they love they did they showed it a lot in the LSU game <laughs> in 2019 they, too. They love showing the thermometer. I didn't know that you know. That was probably LSU's closest game, wasn't it? Uh, no, the Auburn game was closer. The LSU, it was a one-score game, the Texas game, right? Yeah, yeah. But no, I think the Auburn game, we only won by like seven points or something like that. Not seven points, less than seven points. I don't remember. We beat everybody. That's all that matters. Yeah, yeah. All right, I think that's going to be it for this week. Um Great start to the college football season so far. Great start. Can't wait for the next couple of weeks. It's just going to keep getting better and better. So many good storylines right now. I will throw this out. Just it just dawned on me, you know, with all the chaos that's ensuing. Maybe this maybe this Georgia South Carolina game is scary. <laughs> I mean, it's a classic trap game, Jerry. I mean, it is, but I don't want it to be. It's a classic trap. This is the games that Kirby loves to lose. Honestly, I just need to see like. <clears throat> Need some water, dude. I've been, I've been sick. <laughs> it's just, I, it's just all heart right now. Um, I just want to see some kind of weakness from Georgia. Like, I just, I need to see something to make you me feel hope. a little better. Yeah, I need hope. <laughs> I'm like the SEC short. Like, I need that girl, like the hope girl. <laughs> Get her away from me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> dude. Reach up for the pepper spray. Uh. Oh, fantastic. All right. Well, we'll see everybody next week. Go Tigers. Go Dogs. Uh, horns down. Don't, <laughs> Don't say that shit. Don't do that shit. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>